Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 128th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having something mighty good. Oh my gosh, yes. It is really freaking good. I said good. on the on the drink video that we shared two Saturdays ago now. Yeah. Since this is Aaron after Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Um, that it was top five of the drinks I've made on the in the Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy group. Yeah. I absolutely love it. It is so good. That people will never tell or guess what's in this no. thing either. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Well you may guess by what it's garnished with. Maybe, yeah. I guess that's true. Mm. But not really. I don't know. It's, it's awesome. It's I so absolutely good. love it. It's mm-hmm. so good. Mm. And I think it's it's stronger. I think because it's light pink, people would think, oh, I bet that's really sweet and fruity. Mm-hmm. And it's not. No. But it's like... And it's it's stronger, but not overbearing. Yeah. And it's not... I think it's it's definitely a drink that, that anybody... From any kind of, I think that you can even introduce people to the specific, uh, both of the different boozes that are mm-hmm. in this. Yep, that's um, so good. Because some people are like, "Oh, I don't, I don't drink that. I only mm-hmm. drink this." And no, this, you, would, this would sell them on. Both. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, so freaking uh-huh. good. Yeah. yeah, join the Speakeasy group yeah. if you want to see what went into this delicious drink. Yes, yes, so freaking good. So today we are going to be talking about unconditional love. Yep. Um, yeah, it, something came up uh, this last week that I saw on Facebook, and so we we were like, "Fuck, we can talk Let's about talk that." Talk about that. <laughs> But before we get started with that, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. This one was provided by Brittany. Yeah, Brittany. In our speakeasy Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't let go of what's making you sad because it was the only thing that made you happy. Oh, gosh. Oh. This is that. You got to take the good with the bad in the oh. relationship when yeah. you don't have to take the bad. Yeah. Just get a relationship where it's only good. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's hard for most people, but... <laughs> Get smarter. Yeah, jeez. So, yeah, thanks, Brittany, for, for giving that one to us. That, um, you know what a dumbass post of the week is. Yeah. And she has actually continued to give us some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even, like, uh, that Red Foreman little meme that she shared about us. Or shared, not about us, but shared that said something dumbass or whatever Uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. so yeah she's always uh sharing some fun stuff on the marriage on the rock speakeasy group so like i said unconditional love uh i so i recently had a friend that posted on facebook that she well okay (laughs) i guess a little bit of backstory i'm not gonna say like exactly what she said or whatever Mm -hmm. but um, that she was, she posted, it was a memory that she got that she had posted and that she was, she just wasn't sure about unconditional love and that you can get unconditional. She said she believes in unconditional love with like your kids and all that, 
but she doesn't believe in unconditional love from a man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that I guess that was the, the gist of all of it. But that she is now dealing with not, is still, I guess, thinking that now married that she doesn't. She came to this realization years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And years later is now, I'm trying to get out of this. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, out of this out of this and that love has conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't say it as this this healthy epiphany. It was no. it was really just kind of like, well, I guess men can't love you unconditionally. Uh-huh. Well, but and she she kind of put it. She kind of tried to put it like it was a healthy epiphany. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, oh, I knew back then, and I know it now, type thing. But and it was more like, of a, I told you so to herself. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think people will understand as we kind of get into our perspective on it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it was it was really more of this, this kind of like, well, dumbass, I knew this years ago, and mm-hmm. I, whatever, it didn't sink in, but it's still true today, and now I'm trying to, to get out of this. Mm-hmm. And so when you were reading it to me, there was parts where I'm like, I was like, you know, I think she's kind of right, but I don't, I don't think she intended to be right. That's, mm-hmm. that's my point. I think she was really just kind of doing that. Yeah, stupid me for thinking I could get unconditional love from a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how I took it. That's kind of how the tone of 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 it seemed to me. And I could be wrong. But that that's kind of how I how I took it. It wasn't it wasn't really this how we're going to kind of get into it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that at least sparked the conversation. Yeah. Uh-huh. With us on well, hold on, let's let's talk about Let's talk this. about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and and like you said, it was like what what she said is correct. It a lot of us like to think that that if you do find the right person or whatever or that you not not if you not even that not even if you find the right person that you should just love your partner unconditionally, unconditionally. and this is i mean don't skim over this this is going to ruffle a lot of feathers oh yeah uh-huh. um and so you already let the cat out of the bag oh. how we feel about it i'm sorry no that's fine <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to your point, that's the 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 saying is, you know, you should love your partner unconditionally. You should have unconditional love for your partner. Mm-hmm. Like God has unconditional love for you. Mhm. And we're saying, hold on. <laughs> Let's think about that for a second. Yeah. Do do you really understand what unconditional love is? Do you have different expectations from your partner on what unconditional should mean? Mm-hmm. Is it something that... Because I think even if you take a step back and then to her point about the kids, I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree that love for your child is, I say easier, and, and I'll stick with that. It's easier to love your child unconditionally because it's, it's your child. Mm-hmm. And... Your child, to an extent, no matter the wrong that they do, because of your unconditional love, 
you don't sever that relationship. And this is proven time and time again from death row inmates' moms who knows what their son did to all these people says, you know what, I know he did it. It was wrong. Uh But that's not going to make me not love him. Uh Yeah, I know. Well, okay, but like even, okay, with you saying that, it just makes me think about, I'm going to say it, dumbass women that uh, the dude continually cheats on them or beats them or anything bad to Mm -hmm. your relationship so they're gonna be saying well i just don't care i love him unconditionally right well that that's where we we kind of you can take a couple of different paths with that Mm -hmm. and that that's one of the first ones you can talk about is is that that perspective of that victim mentality where you're using the term unconditional love as your excuse to stay Mm mm-hmm yeah. No matter what they do, I will love them unconditionally. And you're really basically saying in those moments that they have a complete 365, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, get out of jail free card. Yeah. To do whatever the fuck they want, no matter what it does to you, no matter what it does to your relationship, no matter what it does to them, you are going to love them unconditionally because for some reason you feel that that is your your vow, your responsibility, your whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And that I think that that's why you see people in horrible, awful relationships. Yeah, I know. And I don't think that that's really unconditional love. No. It's something very unhealthy and toxic. Oh, yeah. And they try to disguise it as this, this, this selfless martyrdom of a relationship that they just can't leave because of their their almighty powerful unconditional love for their partner (laughs) yeah i know that's just awful um i know i well i i think that it's i think that yeah people are going to get irritated and upset with us because i think that a lot of people will probably say, well, you guys, you guys don't know because you've never been through something hard. And so once you go through something hard, that's when the unconditional love like is tested. Yeah. Kicks in or whatever, mm-hmm. but you don't have to go through that. And, and if you did put me something through something like that. You better believe that I wouldn't be putting up with yeah. your ass. Well, and I think that, that that's where, what what's the expectation that people want to have on the term? Mm-hmm. What, what do you expect that to mean? Because it means love without conditions. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the Webster Dictionary. Yeah. Without conditions. Uh-huh. So that means no conditions, no limitations, no reasons, no excuses mm-hmm. for anything. And so if you're not willing to leave, first of all, why are you fighting about it in the first place? If your unconditional love is that overpowering, you should not fight when they cheat on you. You should not fight when they verbally abuse you. You should not, I mean, I'm, I'm being very sarcastic with it, but you know, to take it to that extreme. If you want to die on that hill, I'll, I'll, I will force you up that hill to have that argument. Mm-hmm. So is there such thing, Is can conditional love be healthy? Mm-hmm. And I think that there are, moral and ethical parameters revolving around a relationship 
that are unsaid conditions or even said conditions. Mm -hmm. But just because you say, if you ever cheat on me, I'll leave you, that doesn't mean you can't have a more a the most powerful version of a love with that stipulation that if your partner harms you mm-hmm. but if you if you really want to get vernacular about it and say well then that's not unconditional love mm-hmm. and my partner and I we've put each other through hell and back and we're still together so our our love is better than yours no you're both stupid as shit <laughs> that's not a powerful love that's not no. a a tested love that weathered the storm that's two idiots that are too lazy or scared to leave the shit partner that they're with mm-hmm. so don't try to disguise it as this beautiful thing Mm-hmm. Of hiding behind the mask of love when it's not love, mm-hmm. and I think that there the the unconditional love where it does apply is hardships mm-hmm. that you guys may endure together that's not self inflicted. So I don't mean cheating. I don't mean philandering. I don't mean flirting. I don't mean being a bad partner. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean. I'm talking illness. I'm talking Love me injuries. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, I know. You know, uh-huh. it's 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 weathering those type of things. Oh, my partner was in a car wreck, and now they're paraplegic. But my unconditional love for them, I don't want to leave. That's completely different. Completely different, and that is a version of unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know if that's what the majority of the people put it as Mm -hmm. but you you have that group that uses it as an excuse to stay in a bad relationship but then you also have this other group that uses it as this um i don't even i don't really know how to how to phrase it but they they use it at the same way that people use their vows of you said for better or worse Mm -hmm. yeah so it doesn't matter and I'm, i'm saying this from a woman's perspective it doesn't matter that I don't have sex with you. It doesn't matter that I'm inattentive to you. It doesn't matter that I, you know, whatever. You have to love me unconditionally. And if you don't accept me, I mean, our last episode was about change and growth. Yeah. So if I've changed and become this monster shit of a wife and you don't love me anymore, then you're wrong because you don't have, you, you obviously don't have unconditional love. Yeah. And the guy needs to say, you know what? I'm sorry, you're right. My conditions were you didn't end up like this. And I should have said that from the beginning. I know. Well, and I think that people will get mad at us for saying that that it should have conditions. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that people... And even people that... Because uh, I think that most people would agree with the, with the, you know, the paraplegic or getting a mm-hmm. bad accident scenarios and but then they also agree with the with part of the conditions but they don't it's like people don't want to admit it or say Mm -hmm. it that they even have any kind of conditions they just think that it's shitty that we would even say that we have conditions well then I'll flip this back on you people (laughs) When you're asked, why do you love your partner? What does your list look like? Mm -hmm. And if you say list, I don't have a list. Well, then you don't (laughs) love your partner, so change the channel. Um, (laughs) But if you say things, most people, when you ask that question, why do you love your partner? You're going to get, I guess I'll kind of say three different types of answers. You're going to get the people 
that list characteristics that are positive about their partner. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're good-hearted. They have a uh, they're they're very they're bright. They have a sense of humor. Um, they you know they're very giving. They're loyal. That you know they describe a dog, and <laughs> they so they go that characteristic route. Yeah. Uh-huh. And let's say that that's that's a good list. Okay, you have this loyal, big-hearted, caring, happy partner that's basically a golden retriever version of a human, I guess. So you have the golden retriever partner. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Then you have the other the list of people that their list is about how their partner makes them feel. Mm-hmm. Well, I I love my partner because because every time I see him, I still get those butterflies. I, I you know we we you start really kind of revolving around that the feeling that you get, which I, I guess I would kind of classify that as as selfish love, mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. You want a partner that makes you feel that way. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's what you should expect in a relationship. So when it comes to love, it's okay to be selfish in those those manners. Mm-hmm. And then you get the other partner that it's more about what they do for you. Well, I love my partner because they have sex with me all the time. They they take care of me. They, you know, have afforded me the lifestyle that I have. And a lot of those tend to seem shallow. I don't think one of those lists is better or worse than the other. Mm-hmm. The reasons that you have love are your reasons. It's like we've said with a lot of stuff. Your preferences, your your quirks, feelings. your feelings, they're yours. Don't apologize for them. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have those things. And I think that most of us, we pull from each of those lists. Mm-hmm. We say, well, my, par- my partner does have a big heart. My partner is very caring. Uh, my, also, my partner also makes me feel very self-confident about myself because of the way that he or she treats me. My partner also gives me the love and affection that I want. So you, you, you see a lot of bleed over into all those lists, mm-hmm. which is good. I mean, that, that's... Which I think that, like, you, even you bringing this up, I think that it's probably good for other couples to even think about this, too, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, okay, I guess... Why do I love my Yeah, because <laughs> some people probably have never thought about that. Yeah. And just, yeah, asking the question. Mm-hmm. And so I would say to you, you you people in those relationships where you don't have a good character list, you don't have the good um, feelings that you get out of the partner list, you don't have the good what they do for you list. Mm-hmm. If you start to venture off into a list that has nothing to do with the relationship, for example, they're a great father. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to. That's do a with good quality, but that yeah. has nothing to do with your relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, they they put family first. Mm-hmm. So the fuck what? That that has nothing to do with your marriage or your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, so you you get. I guess that's another fourth category mm-hmm. that people list is things that have nothing to do with the relationship, but they're still positive qualities. Mm-hmm. But when you you look at those and you go to that person that wants to die on this unconditional hill battle that doesn't have a partner they can pull any positive answers from, what are you going to say? Why do you love your partner? Well, I love my partner because I believe that no matter what a big piece of fucking shit they are, I just have to love them unconditionally no matter what. And that's where and why we say love is conditional. Mm -hmm. 
Your love for your partner is is conditional. You can't just hop into a relationship and whether you get married or whatever and say, you know what? We have unconditional love from here forward. And we talk a lot about effortless, but mm-hmm. we also distinguish there's between effortless relationship and a lazy relationship. Yeah. And what we have is an effortless relationship where we don't have to recenter and say, hey, you know what? I'm feeling like a low priority in your life right now. Mm-hmm. And we need to refocus our marriage. And people go through that stuff. But what we aren't is just on an unhealthy cruise control where you have your life and I have my life and we we get together once a week to record a podcast and put on a show on Instagram like we're so happy when we're not. That's not how we are. No. We don't have this that type of love. And so for people that once again want to have that argument that no unconditional love does I agree. Unconditional love means no conditions. And because of that, there are no conditions my partner can bring that would make me not love them. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a lazy kind of love. Yeah. For both of you. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. And it's horribly toxic and unhealthy. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think that... <laughs> I just think that it's bad. I don't think that... I, I think that they... I don't know why they try to do that, though. Mm-hmm. Why they have... They, they think that they have to love them unconditionally. Well, and, and one of the in, yeah, I I I don't know, I don't I don't know that either. You're talking about the person that feels they need to love the shitty partner and can just yeah. no matter what. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't know that either. I think that it's I think a lot of it is laziness. I think a lot of it is fear of change. It's the same thing we've talked about a bunch of times on why people don't leave bad relationships. It's the same. I think it's the same type of concept. Mm-hmm. Or even like like how we had the religion. Mm-hmm. stuff and and the people in in you know in the church and everything yeah, how, how they religions keeping you in a bad relationship yeah it's it's not just because god loves all of us unconditionally I mean, that's that sounds weird though huh like just because god loves all of us unconditionally doesn't mean that we have to love us unconditionally yeah is that that sounds wrong well and i think people would highly disagree uh-huh. But, I mean, that that's where, and like I said, for some reason, kids kind of get a hall pass on that. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't... I don't I mean, think kids you, always get a hall pass, though. But I think it depends on, on the parent. Uh-huh. I think that most parents, even if their child did the most heinous thing, their child wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know some of you, you've had a demon seed since that fucking brat was born so maybe so for most people it's not like that you don't see the woman that's like yeah we always just knew he was going to grow up and slaughter 25 people in a church you know that's not how they were that that parent that still you know obviously denounces what they did Mm -hmm. they're not supportive of their action but they're still sitting in the courtroom bawling and crying because they still love that shitty human being that did what they did. Mm-hmm. And so I I get that. As as unhealthy as that still may sound, I get that. But it's because it's your child. That is that's just a completely different dynamic than someone you choose to be with and you're choosing to trust in. Mm-hmm. You feel responsible for a child. 
you feel when they commit a crime or an action that is, you know, awful, I would imagine that you still feel somewhat responsible for that. Mm-hmm. In some way, you start thinking about something you missed or a conversation you had or attention you didn't give, and you almost out of guilt are still kind of drawn into that. Mm-hmm. People don't feel that way in relationships, though. And, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I think sometimes they should if, if a partner does something. I, I mean, I don't mean murder and killing and things like that, but... You know, if if they cheat on you, mm-hmm. most people don't look at it and be like, well, what did I do to yeah. cause this? I know. Do I feel true. responsible for that? And I'm not saying you should. Yeah. But the, you just don't take it. You don't treat it the same. I know. Yeah, that's because true. Because you're, you don't feel responsible for someone else's actions who you chose to be with and you put trust in. You don't put trust in your child. Mm-hmm. You don't tell, I'm trusting you to be the best child that I've chosen. Because that's not how it is. You created something. It's your creation. Mm-hmm. How they are is kind of your responsibility. <laughs> and so it's ju- that's why it's so much different. Yeah. But I think when it comes to partnerships, and marriages especially, y- you take the group that, that you just referred to. Like, I don't understand why they would stay in that. Why do you continue to have this, this unconditional love and don't want to leave no matter what they've done to you? And... You know, we, we kind of talked about that. religion, pressure, laziness, whatever. Mm-hmm. But kind of going back to where I think this initial social media thing came from is it's used, the term unconditional love from that perspective is used as this, they want it to be this get out of jail free card. You know, I mean, we recently knew someone that was we we knew a few years ago they were in a bad relationship because she was an ultimatum person with mm-hmm. you know I don't know if they listen to the podcast about the trip or the vehicle mm. are they listeners do we know who they are uh, oh no no I don't okay. think so I don't think so, so. Yeah, yeah. this woman told her husband you either pay for me to go on an all girls trip to Vegas for a week or buy me a brand new car mm-hmm. he bought her the car and she still went on the trip mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were like, you know, she blasted out there, help help me decide. Yeah. You know, her husband was basically like, look, I don't want you to go to Vegas. I'll buy you a brand new car if you don't go. I don't, don't go to, why do you need to go to Vegas on an all-girls trip? And yeah. We're not talking about some 22-year-old couple. I mean, this was an established, middle-aged, Married established couple. couple. Yeah. And you could just tell from everything, like, oh, they're, they're headed for a disaster. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold... They're divorced. Well, someone from that perspective is like, well, he obviously didn't have unconditional love for me mm. because he couldn't get over the fact that I did this and, and that I wasn't trustworthy and, and, and whatever you want to fill in there. And they, they use it as this, as this, you know, you have to love me no matter what I do. Yeah. And that's not true. Mm-mm. People's love has to be earned. Mm-hmm. It's like rent. Rent's due every day. <laughs> well, rent isn't due every day. It's due every every first of the month. <laughs> but still, yeah, I mean, it, it's like, he. I think that we, because we kind of, I don't know, I think with this one, we pick on the women more with choosing the the wrong, or being with the wrong partner that, you know, cheats on them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But 
But like you said, even in the scenario that you just gave about the woman going on a trip and all that, like... No, I'm still picking on the women on that. Well, I know. Because the men men are not the ones that say, yeah, I cheated on you. Yeah, I ran off with your sister or your best friend. But you should love me unconditionally. When we got married, you said for better or worse. Men aren't the ones that say that. Yeah. That's a woman's argument. Well, no. I think men say that, though, like with... Um, I told you that Saturdays were for the boys, or, you know. Saturdays and... are for the boys. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> but, you know, um, they they say those kinds of things, too. It's not just women that, that do that. But I, I definitely understand where you're coming from, because I think that, I just think it's shitty for a partner to, to put that on, another partner anyway to because your partner should come first Mm -hmm. and well that's the root of the problem Mm -hmm. is you're not putting your partner first Mm -hmm. and i think that for and, and i don't know if this sounds awful or if it devalues the phrase or the term or whatever but i think that as long as the as long as the conditions you have aren't broke you have unconditional love. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. And I think that that's what most people just kind of assume is there. Well, I think that's what it is. I think that that's what... Because most people want to think that they have unconditional love for their partner. Mm-hmm. And that the partner wouldn't ever do anything to break that trust. Yeah, but it, and at the same time, they want to and think they have unconditional love because they don't expect their partner to break a condition that they didn't know they needed to throw out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like if, if, if an apartment says, hey, if you get a dog or a cat, you need to let us know because we've got to put them on the lease. Mm-hmm. And you go out and you buy three monkeys and four chickens and a, and a <laughs> freaking lizard. Oh, an otter. And, you can have an and otter. we're not talking about the otter thing. <laughs> and the apartment's like, hey, you did not register your seven pets that you bought. And you're like, what? But the, the contract only said cats and dogs. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. I mean, it's, and that's kind of how, that stuff too, that's right? kind of how people are in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I didn't think I would have to explain to you that dogs and cats are pets and that would mean all pets. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't try to twist the rules. Mm-hmm. You know, like if somebody's like, you know, if, if a woman's like, if you ever cheat on me, it's over. And he's like, okay. And then he does everything but quote unquote cheat. And he's like, Well, you just said if I cheated, you didn't say nothing about flirting or going to the strip club or or you know, Gosh. watching cam girls or oh, fans only. Oh, speaking <laughs> of is fans it fans only, only or yeah. only fans? Fans fans only, I okay. think I think it is. We got the best message. <laughs> Somebody reached out to us and asked us if we would do video chat. And we thought it was had to do with, with relationship. relationship. Yeah. So Chris was like, are you talking about relationship coaching? Well, I was like, yeah, of course. We can do a, a Zoom call. Are you needing relationship coaching? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no. He's like, I, I wanted to see you two have sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I think you were kind of shocked. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody's like, wanting to pay us. I was like, what a freaking creep. And you're Tell like, me. yeah. <laughs> we need to start a, a OnlyFans or Fan, fans, fans, only, only, fans Only Fans Only page. <laughs> no. Log in. No. 
You're funny. I was cracking it and made my freaking day. Yeah. I like, know. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so anyway, I got sidetracked by that, but that my yeah. my point made me segue into the the guy wanting to pay to see us have sex. Yeah. I would have liked to know how much he would pay. <laughs> Before we gave a definitive no. Oh my gosh, shut up. You're awful. If you loved me unconditionally, we could do this. Ah! See, that's another thing, too. Like, I, I see couples doing that type of stuff, too. You know, like... Um, doing something the other partner's uncomfortable with. And being yes. like, well, if you really loved me... Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's so not right. Like, you need to know your partner. You need to know what they are comfortable with. And- you can't use that as this this guilty you know um something you're hanging over their head that you can that you can refer to when you want to get your way mm-hmm. and that's something that you see men and women do to their partner mm-hmm. a lot and they may not say if you love me unconditionally but they say that well, if you cared about me you love me or yeah if you want to be with me and, and then they fill in the blank with some absurd request uh-huh. or demand or condition uh-huh you know, uh, when I was younger, I had people tell me that, like you bringing that up of, of them saying, if you cared about me or whatever, I've had people say, if you love, if you love me, you would do this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, not like it was anything like super bad or anything like that, but it was, it was like, I don't know, like calling a boy or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, why would I? Why would I have to do that? I, I don't have to do that to prove that I love you. Where do you think people get that? I don't know. I never, I never did that, and I wonder where they picked that up from. Yeah. Like, who is that? Something they got from their parents? Maybe. Like how their parents argue or or give each other ultimatums, where they they think that you have to do what I want you to do for you to show that you love me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's pro- that's my guess, hmm. is that they would, yeah, they saw their parents do it and I guess mimicked what they did. I think the best answer to, especially marriages, is, is well, if you loved me, you wouldn't ask. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I think that, that that could apply. Now, I think that these are very closed-ended conversations. If your partner's like, well, if you loved me, you would... You know, you would spend the weekend at this swingers getaway because that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And if you want it to be closed in and say, I'm not, I'm not ever going to be a swinger. If, if you love me, you wouldn't ask me that. You know, I don't like that mm-hmm. in a conversation. Yeah. But if there's, if there is something that needs a further conversation, like if a guy's like, well, if you love me, you'd let me do anal on you. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that a lot. I'm sure. Yeah. From and guys. you know. Should the wife be like, no, if you love me, you wouldn't ask. You know, uh-huh. I'm not ever doing that. Yeah. Or are there some things that that should be a... I'm not saying the guy should ever approach anything with that no. statement. No, but, do not, guys. But things like, maybe I guess, oh I know, may gosh. not be the best example to, <laughs> to, to have that conversation. But if there are things that are compromisable mm-hmm. or debatable or should be open-minded to mm-hmm. you don't want to have that closed-ended response of well if you love me you wouldn't ask yeah i think you should stop hold on before we get into this is that really how you want to phrase it yeah do you really want to base if i love you or not by allowing you to do that to me uh-huh really 
And if he has half a brain, which most men only have half a brain anyway, <laughs> so if he has a quarter of his brain working, he'll be like, no, I do not want to start off like that. Uh-huh. Let me revisit it. <laughs> yeah. That's a dumbass way to, to start it out, dude. No, please just don't. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Uh, shut up. No. <laughs> Oops, sorry. That doesn't work with that. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I think that the love, I don't know if I, it's not really a love ultimatum, but that that guilty love token that people like to throw out there to, I mean, we're talking about unconditional love, but that kind of creates your own weird condition on their love. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't love me unconditionally because you've just said you won't do this for me. So that's a condition mm-hmm. of your love. Oh like, damn right, it's a condition. You know, I mean, I I don't know how they should respond to this stuff like that. But uh-huh. yeah, I think that I mean that that's such an unhealthy way to communicate because it's like, and and I'm I think I'm more mad at the people that cave mm-hmm. when someone's like, well, if you really love me, you would let me, you know, go buy this new truck and boat. Mm-hmm. If a guy says that, and the woman's like. Okay. You know, he, he's a hard worker. He No, 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 no. Yeah. You say no. We're, we aren't... You getting a truck and boat and you getting something you want has nothing to do with how much we love one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you shouldn't even frame a conversation Don't you want to see that. me happy? Yeah. Oh, that's oh. another one. Don't you want to see me... Ha- All this does apply to anal. <laughs> You're awful. It's for you too. <laughs> right? It's <laughs> funny. So and so's wife let him do it. <laughs> yeah, they start coming up with all kinds of of reasons. But but because uh, I would I would like to say you know in the history of couples communication, you would like to think and say that no conversations ever the guy has never been successful in getting what he wants. But we know that's not true. Mm-mm. Or the girl isn't successful because. People cave. Oh, yeah. And it may not be as corny as we're putting it. Your partner may spin. I mean, my my ex didn't say something exactly like that. Well, if you you really loved me, you would would do this. But she would say things around that. Mm -hmm. And hers was the trust thing. It wasn't Uh, love. Don't you you trust me? It was if you you trusted me, you, you wouldn't care if I did, you know, whatever. So... It's and that's the same part, type that's of, part of unconditional love. Yeah. You know what my answer was? I don't, I don't trust, trust you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. It's part of unconditional love. It is. Yeah. I mean, cuz of course trust is a big a big deal and but I think you could put that in the same category that you do the unconditional love. Trust, it's the same thing. You you innately trust your partner until you don't have a reason to trust them. And it's the mm-hmm. same thing with, I love you unconditionally until you give me a reason to have a condition. Yeah. So I think that that's, I think that those are very comparable uh-huh. to uh, yeah. to look at it from that way. I think that's a, that's a very good point. I think that, I mean, it sounds, it just, it does sound kind of weird though, huh? Mm-hmm. Like that you, sh- that we should even... Say that, but it's my true. condition on unconditional love is you don't ever give me a condition to not love you unconditionally. <laughs> so as long as it meets those parameters, then I love it's you unconditionally. Unconditional yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think it is. I think it's the same thing with trust and everything. Oh yeah. You 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 trust your partner until you most people. I know some people have 
you know, you've been burned or treated poorly or whatever, and so you may have initial trust issues. Hopefully you don't continue to have those, because I had those when we first got together. It wasn't that I, I didn't, it wasn't that I didn't trust you to not cheat on me. I just didn't trust that you, we were going to be as happy as we were mm-hmm. when yeah. we were dating. Uh-huh. Um, and so th- part of that had to be earned, right. but not, it wasn't really anything you couldn't do. It was just something that you could do to break that trust. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you did something that was like, oh, I knew it. And then I would have had the same response she did with, with the post. I knew it. You just can't trust a woman. Yeah. And that's, those I are know. those blanket statements where it's almost like you want to get burned just to be able to tell everybody, I told you so. I knew I made a bad decision. You yeah, know, it's that's weird, weird, that's weird really form weird. of, of gratification that you were right. Like you would rather be able to say I was right than, then I'm happy. Then I'm happy. Yeah, exactly. Then I am. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's odd. I don't know. I think that this, the whole unconditional love thing, I think that it's just, it, I mean, yes, yes, there's unconditional love for certain things in life. Like my dog. Yeah. I love him unconditionally. Pets fall into it too. <laughs> yeah. No matter I love him. what they do, yeah. you still love them. No matter if he poops in the house. Or barks real loud and is annoying. I think a lot of people would say the same thing about sports teams. I, I know that's true, huh? Yeah. I love I love my I love my Broncos. Yeah, no yeah. matter how bad they do, no matter who their GM is, no matter who their quarterback is. No, yeah, I mean, uh-huh. just, that that that's that's a isn't that weird that that's a more pure form of unconditional love than with someone you actually know. Than actual love. You have more unconditional love for a sports team. Yeah, than an, a person, yeah. like an actual mm-hmm. person. I don't know. That is weird. Yeah. But people, people can't be trusted. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and and I I don't know. I think that people will pro- could probably be like, well, geez, like, don't you guys trust each other, or don't you guys, don't you guys love each other unconditionally? Well, like you said. We yes until yeah we break each other's conditions yeah if if you asked either of us even before we start talking about this do you love your partner unconditionally oh yeah without a thought oh yeah yeah I mean, and I think that that's how most couples are even those of you that shouldn't would say yes uh-huh. oh yeah yeah I love my partner unconditionally and then if someone said okay well what if they did this uh-huh. or you if if somebody starts going down the list do you really love your partner unconditionally yeah well okay what if they cheat on you yeah I I. I, I think I could get over that, mm-hmm. you know. Well, what if you walked in on them and they were getting nailed from both ends by your neighbors? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, something. I mean, is there a line? Because if you do have a line where you would say no, then you have to admit I was right. And I'd rather <laughs> be right than happy. <laughs> no. but, but I think that that's where if, if you can put a condition uh-huh. that would make you say, you know what? I'm out of here. And I think people's fallback to that argument would be like, I don't love what they did. And they would sound like a parent. I don't love what they did and I can't be with them, but I still love them unconditionally. They're just not the partner for me. And I don't really know how I would respond to someone like that. 
That still even left that person. And... Yeah, that somebody gets cheated on and treated like shit, mm-hmm. and they but they they have the self realization this is an unhealthy relationship. I love you, but I can't be married to you, and mm-hmm. I will love you unconditionally for the rest of your life and my life. But we cannot be married. I think that they would still have that argument, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, okay. I mean, it's like, how do you? You know, you're not married anymore. You're not a couple anymore. It's you know, we've talked about it before. It's not loving someone unconditionally is not the same as well. I just don't wish they were dead. <laughs> you know, I, I think that even with um, with loving someone unconditionally, I think that like when when I was with my ex, and I can't even people would probably say could probably say, oh, she's you know she gave up on her partner or whatever, and that I didn't love him unconditionally. Um, because he was an addict Mm -hmm. and I think that like learning from that experience I I realized that well I shouldn't have to I shouldn't have to put up with the bad stuff in order for me to love this person unconditionally right and I think that even then I would have said I would have said oh yeah of course I do Mm -hmm. because Oh, I'm still of, with him, right? Of the, yeah, of the yeah. ups and downs and him having this addiction. Like, I'm always here for him. And you're, you only sound, you sound <laughs> like a good person to a point, but then you sound like a dumbass, too, mm-hmm. for putting up with it for so long. Yeah. Um, or at least I sounded that way. Right. <laughs> that would be a good episode. Yeah. You you sound tolerant to a point, and then you sound like a twat. <laughs> I know, but I don't. Know, I think that I think that even yeah, with that, I think that I learned a lot about that. You you do have conditions mm-hmm. though, and even though I don't have conditions with you now, I mean, I guess I have con conditions because if you did something it wouldn't be i wouldn't stick around for it but you don't put me through all of that so Mm -hmm. i don't have to i don't have to worry about it yeah well and that's where i think that i think the majority of people mean it from a very sincere point of yeah if anything happened to my partner i wouldn't leave i think that's really kind of what they mean by it Mm -hmm. is there's nothing that there's nothing that of an outside influence that could do anything to our relationship or my partner that would ever make me want to leave and and they mean it from a very sincere and noble perspective and that's great and that's how we are Mm -hmm. with each other but i i don't think those couples that would immediately jump to the what do you mean you don't love your partner unconditionally? If you set them down and said, okay, well, let's talk about some conditions that would make you not love them. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you really going to stick by that? I think you would start to see the, mm-hmm. well, I thought you kind of meant this, not that. I think you would still see some people that would be oh, like, I, well, yeah, like just to. Because they would rather be right than happy. D- disagree. They would mm-hmm. rather disagree with us than yeah. admit that we were right. And. I mean, even to, to your point with your ex, you, you're, you should not sacrifice your happiness for someone that... For love, or for quote-unquote love. It's yeah. not even... It's not real. real. <laughs> that, and that's, I think that that should be kind of the biggest takeaway, is it's, 
I, I guess real pure, sustainable, unconditional love won't put you through things like that to bring up those conditions. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish I kind of would have worded that that way earlier. Mm-hmm. But like I said, outside influences that are out of you and your partner's control, of course, yeah, I'll, 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 you know, people would say I'll love you unconditionally mm-hmm. because of that. But true love and pure love and, and a real unconditional love won't welcome things to create those conditions in the first place. Yeah, that's very, very So I think true. that if, if you're sitting there trying to decide and your partner or you have intentionally or unintentionally done, done something to create added stress or drama or infidelity or trust or whatever like that, it, it wasn't true unconditional love in the first place. Mm-hmm. And you can't use the term unconditional love as the scapegoat or the excuse or the catalyst as to why you want to stay in a bad relationship, why you're trying to force someone to stay in a bad relationship, or why you're justifying to everyone else why you choose to stay in a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all perfectly said. Yeah, yeah that's that's really, really good, actually. Um, and honestly, I don't have anything else to add mm-hmm. to to it. I think that you, you summed it up perfectly. Well, good. Yeah. My drink's gone anyway. I know, it's yeah. It's freaking good. Dang it. Yeah, they're really freaking yeah. good. Yeah, so uh, make sure to join the Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy Facebook group. We are still doing a... Are we still doing no, a No, by the time oh, this shoot, airs, it'll already... be December... So hopefully we have a winner by by now. Will it twenty seven? Is Thanksgiving on twenty seventh or twenty sixth? I it will be it'll be December. Yeah. Yeah, it will by, by the that time Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, we're recording this early. early. Uh-huh. It's not even Thanksgiving when we're actually recording this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but that's why there wasn't an episode, new episode last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but thank you all for for joining us. Um, thank you for continuing to listen and support us. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.